0: I used to do lots of things. I used to do things and I'd say things and Jesus I was evil. Say oh. things and break things and Jesus I was evil. And
1: it was just Yeah, a- this is bite down hard and going raw, man. That's yeah, bite the pillow I'm going in dry. Um <laughs>
0: uh this might be this might be our last episode during while well, we're still in these united states yes uh as we speak i think like other states are sending state uh not national guard of course what are they called um not not state guard what the well, reserves or yeah the, the state reserves whatever soldiers guys with guns and weapons yeah. and shit yeah. oh, texas yeah. i mean i know there were there have been there's been discourse about a national divorce civil war, the civil war movies coming out, dude, we talked about that a few episodes ago. Yeah. Like, do you think they delay it? The movie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they probably would, but it'd be great if they didn't, it'd be great. if Like now we're going to cash in on this. Yeah, that's that's true too. It is a 24 (laughs) also. Yeah. So maybe they'd be like, no, we're edgy. This is, this is what it's for. Um, i don't know man i'm on I, I don't know about you i'm i'm with texas like like <laughs> like fuck that shit like you, you, they should be able to control their own state i don't yeah. know i yeah. get where republic i get there's the supremacy clause i, I get all that i really do yeah. yeah even the supreme court you know all of that shit. i mean this is like kind of basic like you're not doing your job federal government like you have a it is a losing unpopular position that the federal government has taken they don't know what the hell they're doing um the republicans in a way are kind of doing the same thing that the democrats did forever with abortion they're like well we're not going to fix it like we're not going to fix your mess because it's going to help us in upcoming elections like so i i get that like that's politics bitch like i know i think it sucks Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like texas is they're trying to protect themselves they're trying yeah. to you know it, it's a drain on resources it's it's inhumane also like like there are parts of el paso and parts of texas that are just like third world and it's and um even a lot of like uh, i was reading an article today about like you know black democrats in chicago are protesting about this shit because it's like yeah. we didn't sign up for this right like this right. is what we want our tax dollars going for because smartly these border states are sending people all over the country new york i mean democrat eric adams democrat like that they're saying it's unsustainable so i, I mean i kind of get it i think that texas is at a breaking point right and I, i'm all for it like i, I don't know I, i'm with texas on this too
1: yeah i am um i'm not in favor of a national divorce um no but, no uh, i'm not uh, but in terms I'm, of their, their 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 stance yeah I'm, I'm in favor of it
0: yeah uh we because oh, our states are not going to i mean it's literally Besides Vermont, which surprisingly has a Republican governor, but everyone's like, oh, he's a, and he's actually one of the most popular governors in the country. Huh. And Vermont's like the most liberal state in the country, like blue yeah. state. But people are like, yeah, but he's a he's like a Vermont Republican. He's like, right. basically, it's just the party you ran for. But besides that one, I'm pretty sure it's just because right now governors are split. I think perfectly evenly in this country. Mm. That that's how we look. But I did look this up before. I think it's like, is it 2727? But I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't add up right. So I don't know how they got those numbers. But like every basically every Republican governor has come out and supported Texas. Yeah. Even ones that aren't, and it's not like it's just Alabama and Mississippi and Florida. It's like New Hampshire's Republican governor is yeah, supporting yeah. Texas. And he like has issues with Trump. I mean, um, and then there are states that people don't really realize have Democrat governors, like Kentucky and Kansas, North Carolina, and they haven't. An, I'd be, I I'd like to see what they do here, right? Um, but it's fun. Like it's just so typical. It's like pure politics. Yeah, like yeah. the Arizona Democrat governor is not even though it's a border state, but like the Republican New Hampshire governor is like it's just pure pure politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm it's kind of it was kind of fun to talk about this it's getting kind of like getting kind of scary
1: yeah yeah um but yeah so stay tuned uh tune into the, the reckless Musecast where we will be giving you uh live updates from the trenches
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, i mean we're on we're we're, we're coastal elites so yeah. Yeah. um i don't know man I, I could see california new jersey we're usually pretty quiet yeah. Like we tend to be like moderate blue for the most part, sometimes red, but usually like moderate blue for the most part. But California, like said to stick their nose in shit. So like, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Newsom's like, we're going to go support the federal government and send troops in there. And now we're just going a fucking civil war. <laughs> like, I know.
1: And, and you know, like, because LA is, is so it's, it's California's most populous city. It's also going to yeah. be like, um, you know, that's, that's if, if Texas had nukes, they'd drop them here. So hundred
0: percent. Yeah. man. that's what I always tell people who are like, pro-ukraine shit and it's like where do you think they're hitting first they're hitting yeah. new york and dc first like right, like right. if there's any nukes <laughs> So if you like uh, like people in kansas are going to be relatively okay if anyone's yeah. going to be okay yeah. like that's where they're hitting uh um, yeah. come from the east and then the west it's yeah it's going to be la yeah. seattle <laughs> right I mean, i'd i be okay if they nuke seattle that'd be fine yeah yeah anyway um no i'm just joking sales school i guess uh <laughs> I, I know people there, so I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you know just... people in LA too. Yeah. I, I don't think LA should be, I don't think LA should be nuked.
1: No, oh, nice. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah. Oh. I do think right. New Jersey, I'm not going to hold back. Jersey should, should be nuked. <laughs> I have, I think I've said this before on the show where there's this, it's so like epitomizes New Jersey. Yeah. And and if you've heard this before, I apologize, but I do want to say it for the episodes. It's topical. Um, Obviously, you know Dr. Strangelove, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. the movie so yeah. that's based on a book called red alert mm. um at least i think that's what it's called and red yeah. alert is very much not like a satire like it's like it's, it's like, a serious it's, cold yeah, war it's like serious or cold war book and in that book uh we as in the united states basically accidentally nuke like a medium or small city in russia like not moscow but like a like a, a small city so our government as um compensation, uh, Allows the right the, the USSR to nuke Atlantic City. <laughs> that's, like, that's like our I, I don't think and I haven't read the book and I don't think they do it, but that like we offer basically one of our cities, yeah, for them to nuke as in like after yeah. an eye, and they pick Atlantic City. And of course, that's like so typical New Jersey getting yeah. shit on. <laughs> like, like, out of all the city, and that would I live. I mean, I could see Atlantic City from across the street. Like, like yeah. I yeah. I, I live very close. That would not be good for me. I work in Atlantic City, like but it's like so fucking typical.
1: Oh man. Dude, uh yeah, I, I read that Stanley Kubrick when he was adapting that novel, he was like, This is just so over the top. I can't I can't treat this seriously. I have to make it into like a, yeah. a comedy. Like
0: and it is amazing. And yeah, it's true. The hey, so, we, we,
1: we, there's no fighting in the war room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, you can you got fight hit you can't fight here. This is the war room. <laughs> um That's an amazing movie. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to start with that because this is literally popping off like right now. I I sat back in the a few hours ago. It was like, oh, you know, Alabama or Oklahoma comes out in support of Texas and Alabama. Now it's like Florida sends 1,100 troops to Texas. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. It's, there's Um, one state. I mean, I know it's kind of, it's like, it's um you know banal to say, but like if there's one state I won't fuck with. It is Texas. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they have a lot of pride. They have a lot of guns, and even like even liberals in Texas have pride in guns. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Um,
1: it reminds me, there. Uh, uh, speaking of accidentally nuking a, a European uh, city, there was yeah. a uh, there's a Simpsons episode where um. Homer goes to work for another company and his boss is a supervillain, but he's super nice to Homer. So Homer doesn't realize that his boss is like <laughs> a James Bond villain. Yeah. And they actually do kill James Bond in the episode. They, they, like, I can't oh, wow. that. Um, there's a part where Homer needs advice from his boss and is in like his, his office, it's like a missile silo thing. Like it's got like this big metal dome and then mm-hmm. it's like that, that, that opens up and he's about to like, it's got a big missile. And so he goes to his boss, he goes, Hey uh, boss, I, I, I need some advice. And Homer goes, and then his boss goes, uh, uh, Homer, real quick, um, let, let me ask you a question. If you can get rid of one country, would it be Italy or, or France? And then Homer goes, mm, France. And then the guy goes, eh, no one ever picks Italy. And he pushes the button. <laughs> 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 that's oh, good. Man. But, uh, um, well, I think, you know, something that's even more urgent than, than you know, the potential Potential of the civil war is the L.A. Times laid off uh, a bunch of staffers.
0: That's a oh no, real blow, oh real loss. I'm I'm so I'm so sorry to hear that. You know that that was really the only the the only thing that's really holding the fabric of Los Angeles together was the L.A. Times, that the hard hitting journalism.
1: Yeah, I mean you know calling Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. I'm like oh gosh, I mean it is. It is
0: the greatest headline ever written. So <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I know you saw my tweet, which is like the LA Times may die, but this headline will live forever. <laughs> it's and what's funny is I mean, my God, it 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 reads like a um uh Babylon B headline, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. something that the un if the onion wasn't so you know, crit progressive, right. yeah, they would write. Yeah, like making fun of that. Yeah. But that was completely legit. Yeah. And yeah, I don't feel it. bad. I don't feel bad that they're being, you know, like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big, like, lose, you know, I, I think there's only a, basically, I should say, there's only a handful of occupations, I would not revel in them losing their jobs. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there were even like good, actually legitimate journalists at the LA Times. And I hope yeah. they didn't lose their jobs. Right. But so much of it, like, it, it it causes such a schism in this country yes. that it's actually like no, they're actually harming the country. It's not like this is just like a oh well, the market is you know there's no need for the, the product or the service. You're the product you're making, the service you're providing is no longer necessary. But like you served us well for 40. It's like no, no, no. You're sowing discord. Yes. With this shit, you promote. I think the L.A. Times was the ones who did the um. Remember we used to have a segment called White Hispanic Watch. It kind oh. of died, but like it was like right around the racial reckoning. Um, they like a, a, a just a Latino officer shot yeah. someone, and yeah. and any other day, any other time, any other probably publication, they'd say like if they're even gonna include race, they'd mm-hmm. say Latino, maybe Hispanic, and here yeah. they go other way to say White Hispanic like that wasn't a thing right. you just made that a thing cuz you don't want to say Hispanic or Latino so you make it white Hispanic Latino yeah. i think that was the la times i'm not positive
1: but I mean, shit it's like that,
0: right up their alley you know absolutely yeah. It um it's and and
1: it's funny like it, it's um but yeah i mean it, it, there was one so 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 all, all of these journalists and and you're right like i'm sure that there there are plenty of journalists who were probably who who are just kind of doing their jobs like oh we're just covering you like know traffic, traffic. Arts and culture. We're just co- covering local news. We're just, yeah. just doing the facts. It's like, yeah, I don't, I, 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 don't. I'm not happy about them losing their jobs. Um, but yeah, it's, it, but, 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 so many of like the, the, the intersectional brigade, you know, uh, j- journalists from that. Like, of course, they, they took to Twitter and were like, and, and they were, they were invoking identity politics. They were like, there was one chick. She was like um you know i i was like one of the handful of uh uh, uh latina uh journalists at, at the la times and i was covering women and this and that and it's like yeah like that you, you're touting that like like it's your resume like that's not going to be your skyhook that's not going to be the thing that's going to save you <laughs> Yeah. um and so uh uh it's, it's been a lot of fun um you know ripping on and, and you know i'm ripping on, on on the
0: idiots um sure yeah I want, I want us to be clear about that like you know if someone losing their job it's one of the shittiest things that can happen that that really sucks but like so i want it's but that those are not who were um you know we're celebrating we're celebrating the people who honestly would not like if they heard our opinions yeah they would not think twice but to you know walk us to the gibbet to yeah. Hillary us like they would be fine with that yeah um they would celebrate us losing our job so yeah. Um, and, and I'm very confident in saying that. So oh, yeah. it, it's those kind of people who they're like, they're not they're, It's not like they're a net neutral for society. They're like, no, they're a net negative. Yeah. Like they're worse for our country. Yes. Um, and that I, I'm, I'm fine with them this is uh
1: there are a few walking. funny ones so no goldberg um who's a writer at the la times um he tweeted a picture of the L- the la times newsroom today what's missing and it's just like an empty newsroom and then mm-hmm. joel berry on twitter he goes think of all the unhoused migrants you can hold in there now <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, george uh, 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 alexa paulus uh, who's been on the show uh yeah. he, he he quote tweeted it. he goes that sucks hey remember that time the press said americans should lose their jobs if they didn't get vaccinated
0: yeah exactly yes oh my god even bet like perfect examples like yes these were the publications and i'm sure it was the la times too i think i saw that come out they did like, they yeah, said um you yeah. know like it
1: was like moxing the unvaccinated is mean but it might be necessary yeah, mo- yes that was them that was like, a, that i could not remember if
0: that was the new york times or washington post you know they all kind of get new, no. new york times can has the capability to still make really good journalism
1: yeah they have John also there,
0: also so. terrible journalism. The LA times just seemed terrible. Yeah, like there yeah. was nothing I'm not. And I'm not just saying that to glow. Like the, I can't remember reading an article from the LA times. I was like, Oh, that was good. Like I'll still do that with the New York times. Like once yeah. in a while I will share something from the New York times. Cause it's actually like, hard hitting and investigative. Like I don't remember that ever coming out of the LA times. Yeah. Yeah. LA times is kind of like the West coast Washington post. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. It, it, that's it really all is. it is. It really the New is. York times is kind of its own thing. Um yeah. even though I still think it's overall pretty much like crit trash, but
1: I know and it's sad because like you know for the longest time like the L.A. Times you know this is the paper of record it seemed like that's like the gold standard of journalism yeah.
0: right and but the L.A. Uh... Times or the New York oh, Times? the New York Times the no. New York Times yeah the Gray Lady I mean yeah it still has that it still has like cachet but. It's, it's, it's also printed too much like bullshit for me to yeah. really like, maybe it's more, maybe you should pay attention more to like, who is writing it. You're right. Like John McWhorter. Like I trust what he says. Like for yes. the most part, yeah. I, I like, I'm going to trust him. So maybe we should focus more on that um, instead of the, the publication itself. But like LA times just never put out anything. I remember oh, finding interesting.
1: <laughs> the only time that I didn't like want to punch my screen like, when reading the LA times was just, was just reading like a local like non-culture war
0: related story where it's like,
1: oh, that's an interesting little backstory yeah. about that restaurant or something. Like, but like yeah. Uh, I think yeah, local,
0: I would love a return to local papers more. Like yeah. I when I when I'm in the city, um I'm usually on the upper west side <clears throat> that, that's where our apartment is. And um they have a like a very like a literally an upper west side publication. That's for free. <laughs> it's just in little boxes, hard cop like grab it short and it's great because it'll be like everything obviously is on the upper it's like this meeting or what people are coming or what people are complaining about or issues and it's like that if i live there full-time that's what i would want yeah. to know yeah. like yeah like where i live there is one called the current and it's like three towns that are make up like what's so-called like the mainland here and um that's like very that yeah that's like very very local and besides like restaurant openings and stuff it's it's all like high school things and yeah oh, nothing that hard like nothing that interesting as like property tax stuff and whatever yeah. but like the press of ac that's like probably a southeast new jersey regional paper like i get a lot of my news from that mm. like, like, like that's what it's when the only ones around here and i would rather see a return like i don't need the press of ac's take on like ukraine like i don't think they publish anything about it really like it'd be nice yeah. if the la times just focused on los angeles it probably get uh, it probably would have had a higher readership because like because I, people in LA can get shit about international affairs or like the pre, all that. Yeah. From anywhere, from the exactly. internet, yeah. but they can't get the local stuff from anywhere. Right. So uh, maybe maybe there's a return to that, but that's probably just wishful thinking. Um. Well, it's funny because um, so uh,
1: I I I was writing for two publications up until yesterday. I just got laid off, and uh, yeah. so and it's, it's fine. Long story short, my other job um seems to, uh uh will most likely be giving me some some additional hours to make up for that so i i'll be all right but it's funny so like so i was texting you uh yeah. back and, and, we, and we were talking oh like you know, this is a good opportunity to actually like refocus really more on trm <clears throat> we're going to be um you know expanding to various franchises um
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we're, we're just going back to the thing some ideas. <laughs> in and out burgers in oakland sounds I'll- like a fail safe <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> but uh uh I, I i sent you this text i said uh because this is right like the day after the, the, the mass layoffs from the LA times, the LA times. I said, Hmm, I now know though, uh, how those laid off LA times writers are feeling. And yet I still don't sympathize with them. And then you said they were making society worse. You weren't. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's true. Like you, you were writing about like music, right. And like movies. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pop culture uh, film. So so I was writing for slash film and then grunge.com. And they're, they're both owned by the same organization. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I, I didn't sign any uh, uh, non-disclosure agreements, so I can share yeah. all of their dirty little secrets. So. excellent. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, there's not they 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 were kind of semi woke. I mean, they, they were woke. Luckily, I didn't have to write anything that was that would compromise yeah. my values. But every once in a while, like I, I did, I did write an article. Like, it was like the the 12 best episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And so there was one episode where Larry David's friend. Commits suicide and then uh, uh, he's at he's at his friend's funeral and he starts flirting with the dude's like the dead dude's wife at the, at the funeral mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like when I'm writing like a brief summary of the episode I wrote uh, you know I, after Larry David's uh, friend kills himself and he's at his funeral I'm like oh you, you you can't say that 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 they, that they killed themselves you have to say they died by suicide because yes. yeah, but just like dumb little shit like that so they sent it back to me to correct that stupid little thing like, yeah
0: yeah I, I've I've heard that too but I always thought it was. I thought like suicide, like that's the thing that that's why all these language rules are dumb because they correct, like they go back. Like I remember when I was in a, um, I forgot what it was. I was in college or something. It's something to do with some suicide prevention hotline type thing, yeah. some organization. And they're like, you're not supposed to even use suicide. It's supposed to be take your own life. <laughs> and it's like, but it's funny. Like, they're there. and that was like 10 years ago, let's say, yeah, yeah. it was actually probably was exact or, 11 11 years ago um there they're saying like use suicide it's just like when we did that stanford uh remember when all those terms right. came out the Stanford thing? it was like yeah. black is like no use black instead of african-american i was like a kid of the 2000s like growing up in the 2000s you everyone tripped over themselves to say african-american yeah, instead yeah. Of black it's like <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like, it like, it so much so that we were learning about africa and in seventh grade and someone said yeah. the african-americans there and my teacher was like well there they're just africans yeah like that's, that's, <laughs> like, like, like that's how much people would trip over themselves to say yeah. and now it's like oh no we're saying black again it's like well what the fuck i can't keep up it's like, i know <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man but uh, yeah so i'm glad i don't have to deal with those stupid rules anymore. yeah
0: well. and you can focus on the pod baby yeah we're expanding we're growing oh so yeah let's do this now let's yeah. let's shift topics yeah uh, patreon so we don't do it with the last 10 seconds of the episode yeah patreon um we have one please sign yes. up for it if you like we have merch you can support it from like three dollars to twenty nine dollars um all different types of merch if you don't want to do that and you don't want to commit yet yeah, we understand uh, we have to earn your trust but you can also give a uh, send us uh, you can buy some beer is what we're calling it you can make a one-time donation to the pod uh we use that to pay for stuff like streaming services and um food for chomper which is very important so he's not uh, barking during the episodes gambling debts um, gambling debts yeah. yeah wait do you have a gambling problem no <laughs> <All right. laughs> well we not do. yet not yet you shouldn't come to Lanac city then <laughs> um yeah and you so you can give us a one-time donation and that's all that's all down down yep. below the links in the, uh, links in the description links in the description and uh, if you are a writer, if you write short stories
1: or poetry or or you, you commentary, uh, write for us the Reckless Muse Medium. Uh, publication. Yeah,
0: it's pretty broad. What you know, I'm, I'm get a read read some things to get an idea of what we're looking for in fiction, yeah. and nonfiction. But it's 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 a pretty broad publication, broad interest. Yeah and also but you know if, if you write for something where it's like
1: you know you can't really publish it anywhere else because it's too racist um yeah we'll, we'll give it a look yeah we,
0: we're like it's like the daily stormers fiction no oh, exactly yeah. Yeah. i'm just kidding yeah we're kid. kidding but no but if you're writing something
1: that you know maybe it's a little provocative or it's a little edgy and it's kind of hard to publish it anywhere else uh yeah send it our way and um we'll take a look
0: so all right Uh, So that's that's that. Oh, and like and subscribe and share with friends on social media. Okay. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about the meat parade. It's the newest gay porn that we're working on. And um... (laughs) that's right. That's what we're getting into now. We found a real niche there. Like that that movie, uh, Midnight Meat Train.
1: It was, it was a horror movie, but people kept Miss saying, that one
0: like, Joe, <laughs> people
1: kept, <laughs> Is that gay porn?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it has nothing to do with gay porn, no? It does, uh, Midnight Midnight Train. no, no. So, the meat parade is what we call the Oscars, uh, which we get that from the infamous um, George C. Scott, George, George C. Scott <laughs> <laughs> C. Scott quote. He called the Oscars a two hour meat parade, <laughs> which is so amazing. Now, I do like, I actually like the Oscars as a um. Uh, as a as a cinephile uh, like the oscars as you know like any kind of historian would we historic people like history like dates and they like names and uh, like all that shit who fought who who conquered like and that's the thing with the oscars like well who won in 1997 who won this and yeah and it's flawed yes we know it's flawed we know that it's gotten even more political i I understand all which we're going to talk about here which is ironic um we understand all of that but it's still fun and if you want to give more credence to Sundance or Cannes or um, the Atlantic City Film Festival, uh, that's which does exist. That's in October. Um, that uh, that's fine. But we're going to talk about the Oscars. I still enjoy it. Um, I, I I don't know. It, it, it's it is. If you can get through the cringe acceptance speeches, which this year are going to be a doozy um, on the gender side of things. It was race a few years ago. Now it's going to be gender Um, women, which have made a Hey, do you know who's made a comeback is women? Women. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Women have really made a comeback. Um, Really from the Dobbs decision all the way to now to Barbie, which we will get into. I say we just start with that. Yeah. Barbie's back in the discourse. I know we thought this would be, we talked about this over the summer, right? Yeah. Um, Barbie's back because it's, I mean, it it? is back. Barbie was nominated for an Oscar for, excuse me, for many Oscars for best picture though. Barbie was nominated. Also, the whole thing about women not being nominated is also not true. America Ferrara was unfortunately Mm -hmm. was nominated for best supporting actress. Mm -hmm. Brian Gosling, not a woman was nominated for best supporting actor and he was the best part of that movie like every anyone who's being honest will tell you that he was the best part of that movie margot robbie i like her a lot she's a really good actress Mm -hmm. she like she took a backseat in that movie i'm sorry like doesn't mean she was bad she was really good but she's not i don't think that i don't even have to go look at the actress so she'd be actress in a leading role right Mm mm-hmm I have only yeah. seen one of these so far. So the one other thing people forget, there are 10 best pictures, right? So there's a there's a larger, there's a higher chance to get picked because it's double. It's only five for everything else, I yeah. believe, but especially for acting. So right now the nominees are uh, Annette Bening for Naya Adam. I have that on my list to watch. Lily Gladstone, Colors of the Flower Moon. Going to watch that. Sandra Huller, Huller, Anatomy of a Fall. Definitely going to watch that. It's like a French legal drama. Cannot fucking wait. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. I watched that last night. We'll talk about that. And Emma Stone, I've heard, is fantastic in poor things. Yeah, I need so, to see poor things. I heard good things about that one. Yes, me too. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I've so this is a cursory look. We're gonna touch on this again, of course. Um, I tried to I watched so many movies from 2023 this year, and of course the Oscars comes out, and I've seen three of the seven uh, three of the ten best pictures, now four because I watched maestro last night. Um mm. so I try to get ahead of it, but now when these come out which came out this week. Uh, I really narrow it down to focus on, on, on seeing these movies. Um, so again, I'll have a better idea of, of my opinion, but I can't imagine that Margot Robbie did better than these actresses. Yeah. And, and she still got nominated though. She still got nominated for, for producing Barbie. So yeah, fine. Right. She got nominated for producing. Okay. But what I also don't get about the Margot, we're going to talk about director. But the Margot Robbie discourse is these are all women. Yeah. like yeah. like it's not just best actor, g- gender neutral actor term where it was 10 men, no women. like all the five nominees are women. So I don't under even understand the arguments like okay because her her movie had a feminist feminist message, which I think there's actually a lot of good arguments that Barru is very conservative. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into that right now. But and I think we touched on that in the episode over the summer. But like these, I mean, Annette Benning and Naya, that's about a woman who swam from Cuba to Florida. I think the oh. first person to do that. I mean, there are probably some immigrant migrants who've done that. But like the first woman who's a, a white American to do that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty, I, I mean, that's pretty feminist. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know about these other ones But for Carrie Mulligan and Maestro, she was good. Um, mm-hmm. Really good. Mm hmm. I just don't think that's a very good movie. Like, I don't think that's a great movie.
1: Yeah, um, I, I I really wanted to see
0: that. Um, because I, I really like Leonard Bernstein, but um or is it Bernstein? Leonard Bernstein Leonard Bernstein. Bernstein, Bernstein, yeah, I just Bernstein. watched it last night. Yeah. Um, you, I really I mean, like him. So yeah, I mean you're you love classical music. Yeah. I think you would be disappointed, just like I was disappointed, because you watch a movie like Maestro about the is it safe to say the greatest american composer of all time awesome. at least of the 20th century yeah the 20th century and it's like and also a composer who's known for his like like very um emotional gesticulations and arm like he he was he was a performer in his own right yeah and like in lydia tar which came out last year which i loved and i and i said you should watch a Someone who loves classical music like her whole thing is based on leonard bernstein yeah. um leonard fuck, am I bernstein or bernstein I, um, because she used to watch, and they they barely touch on that about mm. his uh teaching uh kids about music, and she would yeah. watch those videos by just yeah, the young movie, people's the concerts, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and her whole like long uh arm movements and all of that. There is like one fucking scene in that movie that shows this, really? and that's what made me so angry. And it was the best scene of the movie, it was mm. so so good, yeah. And I'm like and instead, it's a lot about like him being gay. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, what, what the fuck? This, like, I, I'm sorry. This is why I came to watch this. Yeah, is to see Bradley Cooper because I don't know Leonard Bernstein. Like, if he was, like, I, I didn't, I didn't know his work. I know him from references and other pop culture things. So I don't know if he's doing an impression or if he's acting. I can't speak to that. But yeah. whatever I watched in that one scene where he's giving um a, a show in a it looks like a cathedral a big yeah. church um it was amazing yeah and then besides that there's like two other scenes where it's like barely a little of him composing the rest is him like fucking around with young like young men yeah and, and family issues and it's like that is such bullshit like i'm sorry we do we need more movies about like famous characters, like famous people who were gay and i think yeah. it was like he was a or whatever, and it was it was much. It was very open for the time. Yeah. I'm like, that's not interesting, right? That's not like you could write a, a movie. You could write a script about a, a fictional person or about like any kind of story, and there's thousands of them. And some of them are great movies and great stories. But that's not why I'm watching the Leonard Bernstein movie.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's annoying. I, I have, so I have not seen it. My uh, uh, a college uh, buddy of mine was visiting it, uh, me in L.A. Uh, last month, and and you know, we studied music t- together. And he goes, "Yeah, I I had to turn it off because I because same thing. He's like, yeah, I, I wanted to see it for the music stuff, um, but there's was- not a lot there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he he shut up halfway through, and he goes. Unless the second half there's more music, I I, there was no music in the first half, so
0: there he's right. There is the scene I'm talking about literally comes like an hour and a half. I think I clocked it, I like checked. So, I'm like, it takes an hour and a half for you to get to this scene. An hour and it's like you're telling me how great this person is. And again, I'm I consider myself like pretty cultured in terms of like knowing people, knowing are like I I know a lot of shit, Mm -hmm. and I'm like why is he famous? Show me why he's famous. Or just telling me yeah. how much people love him, how great he is, but I haven't seen it on screen yet. I'm just kind of taking yep. your word for it. Uh, yeah. He, he also wrote the music for a uh, West side story. Yeah. And on the waterfront. Yeah. And, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, I know that he's fantastic. I actually, the first time I ever heard him reference was in a Seinfeld episode with the maestro. It was like, Oh, yeah. Leonard Bernstein can like be called the maestro, but I can't, it's, I don't know. It always <laughs> yeah. stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, he's – Leonard Bernstein has always kind of – I've never been to New York City, but he's always yeah, kind of struck me as sort of like
0: the epitome of like cultured New York City. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, he lives on – what his apartment was on Central Park West. Yeah. Uh, i walk on that street a lot, and there's a big argument scene on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. where, if you know, the Macy's Day Parade goes down Central Park West, and Snoopy is like going past his window. Oh, I mean, nice. this is like prime New York City real estate. Yeah. Like If yeah. you – if I could pick – anywhere to live in new york city mm-hmm. like any neighborhood price is not an issue central yeah. park west like around probably the 70s um it, like probably that area near like yeah. 72nd street yeah i don't I have no idea where he lives in there like that's one of my top choices mm, like, right. like, you're, like you're literally across it like you could see central park from your window yeah and and yeah. so yes he was very much like the and you're i sort have of a cosmopolitan
1: culture new york city East Coast yeah country.
0: i have a soft spot for one of the opening scenes is i i i'm a sucker for like the the 1950s house party where like mm, there's yeah. someone playing piano and everyone's kind of joking and drinking cocktails and, st- yeah. and dressed well like i like that shit very yeah, yeah. mad men so yeah. that's like i am uh, just like i'm a uh we're gonna get to her actually is um <laughs> is uh oh um who did Barbie? Who directed Barbie? Greta Gerwig. Greta yeah. Gerwig. Like mumblecore. Like a yeah. bunch of white 28 to 33-year-olds living in Brooklyn like in yeah. 2012. I'm sold. I'm in. Yeah. I love <laughs> this kind of movies. Yeah. I just love that shit. Uh, that's another kind of those aesthetics. But yes, like the 1950s, early 60s house party. Yeah. Um, people are dressed well and drinking cocktails. And, and I, to I to love that, it. You know, jazz and the yeah. yeah, jazz yeah. and people are joking around. And people actually like performed – And they did like, he's playing the piano and people are doing little songs and shit. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, so anyway, uh, I recommend, yeah, I want to get to that. So for you, I don't think you'd like my show, but I, and I do share my reviews on here and my um, score. So I'll just give the score. I'm giving it, I think I haven't written it yet. I think I'm going to give it a 77. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's good. Like Mm -hmm. the acting is really, really good. Mm Um, it's one of those movies where like the story just stinks. Yeah. The story stinks. we have seen it a hundred times. Like, okay, it's a broken marriage because he wants to fuck boys. Yeah. Like, okay, I shouldn't say that boys. Like he wants to, he, he like, wants to, he wants to fuck young men. Yeah. Like uh, even, um, they, you know, they basically tell you that he's banging like one of his students and he's like a white haired old man. And the student's like a young, looks like multiracial, probably 29 year old. Right, but like yeah, okay, we've seen it a thousand times. Show me, and you do see why, like, why he's so good around that. But like, yeah. I want more of that. Right. right. Like, I'm not saying take out the sex. I'm not saying take out the the gay angle, the cheating, whatever it is. But like, I we're here for the music and for the yeah. for the for the for the, the virtuosity person. Yeah, for the person who's unlike 99.9 percent of other people. Yeah, that's why you yeah. make a biopic. You don't make a biopic about ordinary people. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So you should watch that scene though. You should just go like, look up Leonard Bernstein. um, uh, I don't know, cathedral composing scene. And it's really good. I think it was, it was like Rachmaninoff symphony or
1: Brahms symphony or something. Mm. Anyway. Um, But uh, yeah. Okay. So let's. uh, Greta.
0: Greta Gerwig. So yeah. Yeah. So Barbie, we'll we'll finish up here. Um, Greta Gerwig director. So let's, let's pull up the directors justine right thing so justine triad so that is a woman okay yeah. so yeah so again they're like no women it's like right there that's a woman and the other four are men um score like okay of course marty and christopher nolan are gonna get nominations right like yeah. it's not like they yeah. directed crap movies i haven't seen either of them yet i'm going yeah. to I'm probably gonna watch appenheimer this week like oh uh, like, yeah like, like critically acclaimed movies like they're not yeah. Uh, I love Yorgos Lanthimos. I think he's a very um He did uh, Killing of Sacred Deer, which has uh, Barry Keoghan, who's one of my favorite actors now. We're going to talk about the real fucking snub in this in Saltburn, uh. Uh, also directed by a woman, which I think that, like, I love that movie. The reason why Saltburn um, is not technically a snub is because it's not that, like, widely loved. Like, it's, it, it, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, as, like, In the '70s, on Uh, both, I've heard generally good things about it, though. It's pretty. I have not. Yeah, it's a 71 for the critic score. What a fucking joke! What about the audience though? 71, 79. So like, Mm. it's not like it's a 55, 98. Like it's kind of the same. I love that movie, and not only did I love like the directing is notable. Like Mm. you recognize the directing in the movie. That's Emerald Fennel, Fennel, Fennel. Okay. Um, who did Promising Young Woman, a movie I really liked too, a very, very good movie. Um, but Sawpern, I think, was awesome. Mm. And the directing was awesome. And you want know part of directing is, is letting when to control your actors and when not to. And she let Barry Keoghan run wild in some yeah. scenes. And yeah. I thought they were great. Nice. And I love that. And it's like, that should, that to me should get a directing nom. Yeah. Not Barbie. Right. Right. Like what was special about Barbie? Like that was from a directing standpoint. Right. Not from the color palette, not from the message, not even from the yeah. acting, which can be great in part directing, of course. Sure. But like and the directing, like the shots. Like there's sometimes I'm like, oh my God, that shot's gorgeous. Holy shit, his face doesn't even look real there. Like lighting, like that's all directing. Um, again, I haven't seen these. I know so that's poor things is Yorgos Lanthimos, who uh i just want to have a tangent there because of barry Kyogan's in a York anthems movie but he's great uh what he did um he did that one with the lesbians queen i forget Olivia coleman won an oscar for it oh okay the, the uh, whatever it's like the yeah. lesbians fighting over the queen lesbian um and then i forget yeah uh, but anyway um, and then zone of interest that's getting a lot of love too. I think Holocaust movies tend to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Israel has the right to exist, yeah. and that's. Uh, I heard. I heard it's great. I'm gonna. I plan to watch all of these, but <laughs> I can't imagine that I'm gonna watch any of these movies and be like Gerwig snubbed, like yeah. Gerwig. Yeah. Like no, I can't imagine. I think she's a great director. I really like Francis Ha, um, which is exactly that kind of movie. I was talking about like white twenty somethings in Brooklyn, like that's mm-hmm. that I think they're in Brooklyn, maybe Manhattan. Um, I forget what else she's done, but I like her a lot. Yeah, uh, but I don't think Barbie will like. I don't think she deserves it for directing. I've seen one. I've seen none of these actually. Right, right. I've seen none of them, so I honestly can't say. But they all have very, very like they're all very well regarded. Yeah, um, Anatomy of the Fall is supposed to get a ton of like people are really loving that movie. And I've not seen it. I have not either. So it's a French legal drama, Mm. which sign me up. But what's funny is that I'm like, wait a minute. Why is that not for international feature? Right. Because if that's being nominated for, is that best picture too? I assume so. Hold on. Sorry. Best pick, yeah. If it's if it's being nominated for best picture, why wouldn't it be? And and there are international features not being nominated for best picture. It stands to reason that it would be also nominated for international. But the way international works is that, and I looked I looked all this up, is that that was not France's entry. Mm. It's like France entered a totally different movie called ah. The Taste of Things okay which was on my list um it's i think it's supposed to be very very good it's about food yeah it's about food a couple like a couple reconnected yeah the french right um (laughs) (laughs) no one ever picks italy (laughs) 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 um and uh and uh that like that was their entry. The same thing happened last year with RRR in India. Like oh, India yeah. sent a different movie, even though a lot of people loved RRR. Um, yeah. I saw it. It was it was good. It was really good. It was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, kind of. I, I don't think I'm as used to. I think that's why a lot of indie movies haven't taken off. Here's the whole like kind of random dance stuff, <laughs> yeah, and singing, yeah. and like not really my style. But it's fun yeah. once in a while, and I think yeah. that was one of the the best ones. That um, crossover, but yeah. So. Uh, that kind of sucks because it would probably be a shoo-in for international feature if it doesn't win Best Picture, right. which it could. I mean, Parasite won Best Picture. That was a foreign film. Yeah, um, The Artist won Best Picture, very uh, controversially. A movie I still not have not seen. Oh, that's a good one. The silent one. Yeah,
1: yeah, Silent so Black and old one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of saw the the um, what's it called the climax or whatever. Oh. Just on a list of best scenes or some shit like that. Oh, gotcha. Um, so anyway, that's the that's the Barbie discourse that basically they're they believe they're entitled to everything. But like, you guys made a billion dollars. Um, you had a successful, very successful movie, a good movie. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You also had very cringe moments, moments that I think are like, like, and I tweeted this. So I apologize for repeating myself. Like the, the worst part of that movie to me was not the uh, infamous America Ferrara, moist cringe, you know, feminist screed she goes on, mm-hmm. which did suck. The worst part for me is honestly um, her husband, you know, who's a white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's horrible and evil. Uh, no. So he, he's like trying to learn Spanish in the movie. And he'll like ran. And of course, he's the typical like white dad cock in any movie like doormat and um they're shitting all over him uh, and it's like they don't live in mexico they don't live in chile they don't live in argentina like he doesn't have to learn spanish right he's doing it to connect with his wife america ferrara and ha- her and her shitty snotty nose daughter like shit all over the guy for trying uh, to have a human connection and as someone who like has learned other languages and yeah. has gone out of their way like That's the worst thing you can do to someone. Like, don't get me wrong. I rip on Americans when they're like, oh, like, like they make fun of someone for pronouncing something wrong. It's like, well, how many languages do you speak? Like, they're trying here. Like, so I always appreciate when people um, try to learn like our language. And I don't like when people come here for long periods of time and refuse to learn English. Like, I think that's wrong, too, as someone who has lived in another country that English is not the language, I went out of my way to learn that language out of necessity right. and respect. Yeah. And just a, it's a good it's just a quality of life. Like, I think it's good to learn that it's, it's yeah. rewarding. So like this guy who's just learning Spanish to connect with his Latina wife, by the way, uh, Latinx is out. If you saw now it's Latine, E with an apostrophe. So uh, write that down. Yep. Uh, that's uh, America for our tweeted that a Latine oh artist because Latinx didn't catch on. I'm waiting for AOC's uh, monologue on that. Um, they like just like shit all over him and make fun of him for his like pronunciation and stuff. And it just it makes my blood boil. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it sounds like Barbie is a terrible fucking movie that shouldn't have been made. Um, is is no. what I'm hearing from you, right? No, I'm not saying. Where's the at thing. I'm mean, like, it was. Uh, I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm sure it was a very fun, entertaining, you know, uh, like you know, above average, you know, Hollywood blockbuster. Um, but it was based on a Barbie doll and it was based on a toy, so it's like and you're you're shocked that it didn't win best picture it's like I, i'm happy when yeah. it's like oh wow look you know the avengers well, got hold on nominated- first of all
0: i can win best picture it's nominated for best picture
1: yeah exactly it yeah. didn't get
0: director director or- yes yeah.
1: yeah but but it's like yeah you know i'm I'm happy with, hey look the avengers got nominated for best uh visual effects it's cool wow uh, you know yeah. so it's like a, a movie based on a toy and you're shocked it didn't get yeah. nominated
0: for best director
1: it got nominated for everything else like- yeah
0: uh, oh a v- uh, verbal meme woody Har- harrelson and zombie land wiping his eyes with hundred dollar bills it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you yeah. guys made billions of fucking dollars like yeah like you didn't you didn't get one of the top five for best actress and and best director um yeah. and it was like it wasn't that good of a movie it was a good movie it was entertaining and the best part of it was a guy ryan Gosling was the best part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i'm not just saying that to be like if he wasn't i, I wouldn't say that he was the best part of it it's yeah. Why he's nominated for best supporting actor. He was yeah. great. Mm. And he had the character arc, actually. No one else has a character arc. In right. fact, the like the Barbies in it, they go back to they learn nothing from the events of the movie and basically go back to like, well, we won't keep our foot on your necks that hard. Like, well, basically, like, it would kind of be like if um kind of like when when after like black people got you know, free, they emancipated black people, won the civil war. And then like black people finally got the right to vote. And it was like, well, we're not really going to give it to you. You have to pay a poll tax and, and pass a test and all of that. So like maybe, you know, 5% of you will get the right to vote. Like, well, actually your votes will actually count. It's kind of what they do in Barbie. Mm. It's like, yeah, we'll give you a little, give you some scraps. Right, like, at right. the, that's at the end of the movie when they've learned nothing. Um, where Ken actually has like a full character arc. Right, right. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that's it for Barbie discourse. It's it's I think what the good part about it though, is that it seems like they're kind of getting, I don't think they have a lot of popular support in terms of their complaints.
1: No, and so uh, even fucking Whoopi Goldberg is like, yeah, they didn't get snubbed.
0: Um, yeah, so. they didn't get snubbed. It like it was a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, that should be good enough. Right. like it was not a critically like, I mean even though it's critically acclaimed like it's just I don't know I saw the movie and you're right if someone's like well Ben you haven't seen any of the other five movies for best director right now you know what? you're right maybe I'll watch all five of those and been like Greta Gerwig deserves to be in that I can't imagine that so because I already seen a bunch of other movies where the directors are not on this list and should be one being um, Emerald Fennell. Fennel, uh, whoever directed Society of the Snow, mm-hmm. which I haven't even talked about right now as we speak, is my top movie. Mm. I'm assuming some of these others will knock it off. Yeah. um Right now I have that as a 94 unbelievable movie about mm. the Uruguayan plane crash in the Andes, the rugby team. Oh, um, yeah. it Didn't is they already make
1: a movie about that, though? Like, alive? Yeah,
0: alive. They did. And I, I've heard it with like Ethan Hawke and yeah, yeah I, I've heard it's not like Ethan Hawke, you know, they're stranded for 72 days and he never like grows a beard and just keeps his like goatee or whatever. I, I don't know. Um, I was listening to a podcast about the real story mm. and they reference a a bunch. And they are kind of ripping on it on last podcast on the left. But this movie is so good because mm. to me, like we anyone listening to the show knows we love horror movies. We do a whole horror fest in October. Yeah. Like to me, that's a horror movie. Mm like a crashing plane crash you're stranded in the andes mountains for 72 days or whatever it is 71 yeah. days that's a horror movie because that shit can happen not like and i i guess exorcist i believe are real or whatever but like i don't know zombies or something or yeah yeah like a lot of wow. other stuff yeah um anyway
1: they, they they made a reference to alive on the simpsons just, the- a, a kind of a parody where they're they're marge she's suffering from like uh the fear of of flying flying mm. in a plane so homer gets her all of these like disaster movies about a plane to get like did i guess to help her get over it <laughs> but, like, uh, okay. <laughs> i don't, don't know um but she, she's watching live and you don't see it you just you, you, just, you just hear it um but, uh, uh, like, well, well, you know, it's a good thing that we banded together or, or else we wouldn't be. And they all say at the same time, alive. And then, <laughs> and they're like, mm, and then you, you, hear them chewing and they're like, mm, can you pass me some more co-pilot?
0: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like God. The yes. They, to cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do. And that sucks. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's a, I think it's a beautiful, horrific, poignant movie. I yeah. really recommend it. Um, I loved it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of these other ones to, so the topics that I really focus on are what I call like my top nine best pick, best director, actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress international. And I want to focus on that. I think so many Americans, especially don't get to see really great movies because they're not okay with subtitles. They're so, so like the one I was just talking about is all in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many great movies out there. And like, like Bang Chung-ho, I think Bang, Bang, Bang Chung-ho uh, was right when during his acceptance speech in the 2019 Oscars uh, that when he was like, you know, if you get over the idea of like the couple inches on the screen of the words couple inches on the screen, like you will open yourself up to more movies uh, like Parasite. And I, like, I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Like there are so, so many good foreign language movies which they changed that term i don't know why i actually i mean i looked it up and i was like wait so is this one of those times where now it's international because i looked at zone of interest and i'm like that says the uk yeah i'm like wait a minute but it is a german movie like takes place in i think germany maybe austria and i'm like well no I, I do think it should be foreign language but i then i was looking at the rules and like international does mean it has to be in 50% or more uh non-English. Okay. So I guess that's fine. Like whatever yeah. international. But I'm like, so I was like, wait, so does Banshees and Sheeran count as international? Like yeah. no. Okay, fine. But that is international. Like it's Ireland. It's just because they speak English. Right. Um yeah then adapted screenplay and original screenplay those were what i care about the most i know you like some more of the technical stuff um yeah um
1: so i'm glad oppenheimer is leading the pack because that's the only film i think on this out of all of these that i've i've seen so i'm just like yeah cool i watched you know i'm, I'm keeping up with the oscars I, I, i'm i watched <laughs> that one movie um hey john williams uh he got nominated for yeah, indiana yeah. jones in the Di- dial of destiny all right cool Heard about hey him. you know so i actually uh I saw him conduct the L. the L. A. Philharmonic at the Hollywood Bowl last summer, and he premiered, before anybody else, some music for that movie. And I was there the the when really I got, I got yeah. So so he because he he was he was recording music for that, and then James Mangold, who who directed the Indiana Jones film. Goes, yeah, so I, I was, I was, you know, we were recording the score last week and then the director came in and he goes, Hey, that sounds great. Why don't you uh, premiere that at the, that the, 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 uh, the Hollywood bowl next week. So I was like, yeah. So, and then they wrote an like, article about it in the LA times, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so I got to hear some, some music from that. Uh, and then um very sweet. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm glad that he, that, you know, J dubs is getting his, uh, his due and let's see what else uh, makeup and hairstyling the maestro. Oh, d- 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 maestro. Okay. So that one caused some controversy because I thought like he was doing, I guess, Jew face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the big nose. Yeah. The schnozzle. Um, yes, that's, I was looking at that too. I hope, I hope that wins. We have makeup and hairstyling. Well, yeah. Maestro. Yes. I hope I, I, that's who I want to win solely for that. Um, that'd be very, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think poor things just like from the look of it, yeah. I think poor things might win. It looks very artsy and yeah. um, kind of cool. Like exactly that makeup and hairstyling type stuff. Uh, I'm going to try and get to, I mean, I want to watch all of them. That's the thing. And I've had so m- like so many of them are just not on streaming or like 20 bucks to rent. And if it's like, like Parasite, I remember I watched right before the Oscars because it got so much buzz. And I will, I, I do usually rent a handful of them and I'm going to go to the movies probably to see one or two that are still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, I really, like I can get some of these at the library too. I'm going to get Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So actor, Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo. I really like Coleman Domingo. I think he's a great actor. Uh, I'd like to see that, you know, something else was nominated there for mm. Rustin. That was, that, was, that was a good movie. I gave it like a 75. Um, Bayard Rustin was a, a lesser known civil rights, uh, civil rights uh, leader mm. that I'm glad that he, he's kind of getting his, his due, or I, I guess he's probably passed away, but his, his legacy, Paul Giamatti. Ooh, this is a tough one. Jeffrey Wright, Killian Murphy. Did you see American uh, fiction? no it's on my list um jeffrey wright's a phenomenal actor even though i am i am watching him right now in boardwalk empire and he he's a lot he kind of hams it up Mm. but i like it like he's 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 a great actor
1: Um, i think he's a great actor but um i don't know the the subject of the movie kind of i don't know seems kind of heavy-handed oh i thought it was kind of making fun of that no i hope so uh, but i don't know um i I hope it's kind of making fun of it yeah
0: well, I'll see it. Like, again, there are certain actors that they've earned that kind of, like, I'll pretty much watch anything they're in. Yeah. And then especially if they're, like, I'll watch any Nick Cage movie. I was watching a Nick Cage movie that sucked. Yeah. yeah. It's called The Retirement Plan. It sucks. Don't yeah. watch it. But I did, because I'll watch, like, any Nick Cage movie. Yeah. It's um, so, like, Jeffrey Wright, I- I'll watch anything that he's in. Um. Yeah, I mean, we can get into, because really, a lot of it are repeats. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of American fiction. Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. So, like, i i have to just see these movies to yeah. it's a lot in anatomy of a fall to really give a um a oh so one thing i do have a a, a bigger uh, opinion about is although i've not seen three out of the five actresses supporting role there's not a chance in hell i want america ferrara to win mm. um, I, I really hope she doesn't I'm going to see Nyad soon. That's on Netflix. That's easy. I'll see Oppenheimer probably this week. Color Purple, I did add to my list because it has some noms. But Divine Joy Randolph in The Holdovers is really, really good. I hope she wins because like, I don't think she's as a well-known actress. Um, and she plays this role where – do you know what The Holdovers is? No, I don't. So it's a Paul Giamatti movie. It's like they're at an elite um, boarding school in New England. Very typical, like Waspy – well you would imagine in the, I think it's the early 70s, yeah, like 71, 72. Um, and a bunch of students have to stay over the holiday week, like the week off or two weeks off or whatever for different reasons and then they will it down to like one kid. So it's basically it's a teacher, Paul Giamatti who's busy playing himself, or not playing himself, playing his character from sideways, which is one of my favorite movies, right. but like 20 years later. Um, you know, uh, he's like a classics teacher at a boarding school, in New England. It's like exactly what you would think he is. Right. 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 Very um, cantankerous and strict and um, highfalutin and all that. And basically it's him, the student who's very good, like a janitor guy, like a groundskeeper guy, and then the a, a, a cook. And that's her divine Joy Randolph. And you think like with that setup, you kind of, let's say if this movie was made even a decade ago, it would have been like, the groundskeeper guy is like the the quote-unquote magical Negro and he's really not in the movie that much but he's like the why and then she would be like the sassy large black woman like cooking and like I'm like oh fuck is that what this is gonna be like she but it's like it's not at all her character is like really beautiful no. and reserved but still compelling and deep and like i really liked that they avoided that stereotype yeah when i first saw that it's like oh this is going to be the group we're dealing with during this movie so yeah. this is going to be so typical it's like she loosens up the white classics professor who can't get a woman because he's so you know fastidious and um you know acts like a mother figure to the white boy whose parents are uh, you know, on vacation and couldn't even bother picking him up or including him or whatever. And it's like, no, that's not it at all. Uh, like, like, So I really liked that. And I thought she was really, really good in it. So uh, I'd like, I hope unless I see one of these other movies. Yeah. Unless Emily Blunt or Daniel Brooks or Jodie Foster is fantastic. Um, she's my choice for, uh, and I think she will. win. they like to, I feel like they like to, support someone like that. And when I yeah. mean someone like that, someone like a less known person, like oh, we kind of like discovered her. Like like right. now now you all know her because of us. Um so, anyway. Well, I highly recommend Oppenheimer and
1: I'm pulling for that one. So, well, hey, you know, I okay, I haven't seen this one, but I'll but sure I'll I'll pull for it. It's um it's uh uh, uh Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, geez. Uh, got nominated for Best Visual oh, Effects. Okay. So, something that is kind of cool. I have not seen it. It is on my list. It's Godzilla minus one. Yeah, so, man. It's supposed to be so good. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah. So
0: uh, I'm dying to see it. Is that has is that nominated for anything? Yeah, Best Visual Effects. Okay. That's cool. Um, For the problem with animated features is like, it's a mix between Pixar kids and movies. non-Pixar movies. <laughs> well of course i like anything miyazaki i'll watch anything miyazaki makes so i really want to see the boy in the heron mm-hmm. i mean he came out of retirement for that i believe mm-hmm. yeah an anime feature film but like and while that is yet yeah, a kid's movie i feel like they're different than like elemental will be yeah i don't know and like spider-man across the spider-verse i don't i thought that came out like two years ago that was uh, into the uni- uh, Spider Verse. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It was actually um,
1: really fucking good, though. I, I know, say. I know, but I just, I'm sorry, I just don't care. Yeah, like, well, I'm, you care about weird things. You care about like Carrie Mulligan and shit. Like,
0: <laughs> I like Carrie <laughs> Mulligan. I think she's good. She's a good actress. <laughs> no, uh, no, but, you got to care
1: about the the, the, the Spider Verse. Dude, what, that's I watched
0: <laughs> I watched so many movies this year from 2023. I'm even counting movies from any year. Yeah. and it's still like i have just if i want to see like everything that's yeah. nominated for like the big nine even it's like i've watched like 15 more movies or something I know, yeah, I and know. i watch so many bad movies too now because man part of that's me it's like oh i'd like to look at my end of the year and for us by the way when i talk about the end of the year i mean like up to the oscars like that's my movie year right it's from like january 1st up to like the Oscars so it's more like 13 months uh 13 months or so um and because of that i watch a lot of bad movies <laughs> just because they were from that year i was like all right i'll throw this on yeah or maybe this will be a gem Maybe this will be good and while i did find a couple gems which sometimes makes it all worthwhile uh-huh it's a lot of shitty movies yeah some i watched i watched a good amount of movies that were in like the 20s or 30s for me that i rated in like the 20s or 30s where usually i don't oh. Oh. um Maybe we should do a worst of at some point. We should do like the worst movies we've seen. We oh yeah, we could definitely do that. I am, I am. It sucks that the Artifice Girl. I thought that movie was really cool. That was like an early, uh, an like an early twenty twenty three movie. I, I was really talking up a lot. Given eighty seven, it was very cool. And then there's this movie, this German movie that is not like Oscar bait, but it was really fucking good. Called I think Blood and Gold. Yeah, it was really fun. World War Two movie. Yeah. More like a defector for the Nazis. The villain in that was like an excellent villain. This like really? kind of yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a half. He had like a mutilated face, Nazi with glasses, like yeah. very much like a Bond, not Bond, like an Indiana Jones villain, but like, yeah, yeah, better. It was yeah. really
1: cool. Um, sorry, buddy. i uh, was Jim Jamarsh that that director. He I, I, I watched. The- yeah, Jim that guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, uh, it was some behind the scenes thing, but he was talking about how Nazis in movies smoke their cigarettes weird. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. like, like he's like they, they, they'll just like do this, they always have to, like, they have
0: like a oh, oh hello, Nazi. Nazi. do you have your papers uh, with you? Mm-hmm. Guys, <laughs> <So I laughs> expect you to die, <laughs> Mr. Bundy. Yeah, they, all, they are. Always, Nazis are kind of like like femboys, they're, yeah. they're very like, oh. 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 <laughs> okay, Mr. Buck. Oh, yeah. Um what's his face? Shane
1: Gillis did a joke about uh like gay armies throughout history, <laughs> like, and, and he's like, yeah, you think like you know typical army is bad, but when it's a gay army, it's like, dude, like that's that's fucking scary. Like it's like, <laughs> like, can you imagine, you know, like uh, the Nazis? Like, yeah, the Nazis were pretty fucked up, but like if they dressed even sharper than they already did, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they did look good. That was the thing that the SS. I mean, those uniforms were. Oh yeah, like damn, they're they they're they good. Well, they like multi-purpose too. Like you can wear them to like a nice dinner party,
1: but you can also wear them like in the trenches and shit. So yeah, they, so. casual
0: and uh, formal, formal casual, and genocidal too. So genocidal. <laughs> yeah, it was yes, yes, yes. I'm just looking at my list right now. I'm trying trying to see best looking dictators. Best looking, yes. <laughs> um, all right. I think I think we're good on because, like I said, I'll, I'll watch more and and form some more opinions. Um, I can't. Besides Saltburn, I can't think. Uh, may December I thought would have got, gotten more love. Uh, it was really good. Mm. may December, give it eighty eight. I thought. I think it's. I think it's for one of the screenplays. It's been nominated. Uh. Anyway, um, I I watched uh, Shazam
1: two. This past year, I don't see it nominated for anything. Does um, that, that yeah, surprise you? No, no, it doesn't. I But you know, I, I guess you know, I was it, it was not a particularly good movie. I was hoping it would at least be nominated for best. um, You know, sequel that uh, wasn't it's particularly not, good, but you know, it could have been worse. Category <laughs> sequel, <laughs>
0: particularly good. That should be a category. Could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's true. The, hey. Could have been worse. <laughs> exactly. <We should> <laughs> if you were nominated for an Oscar, this movie would vote for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Um, all right, we'll we'll touch it. We'll we'll check back in on the meat parade as yeah. the weeks go on. We got about, I think, six weeks, six or seven weeks until the Oscars. Uh, we'll do our picks and everything again. Uh, I suggest maybe maybe watch a few of them. So or, or I'll, I'll, I'll watch Oppenheimer again. So watch Oppenheimer again. I think I am gonna watch that this week. Yeah uh yeah and that's that's it that's our updates from the meat parade all right all
1: well right. um just just because i want to kind of rub it in your face a little bit because i don't care much for the oscars they're taking place about like 20 minutes away from where i live so I, just want uh, to know, I, know, I know we went i know so i just want you, you to know that you should just that. go stalk it <laughs> you just crashed the party yeah <laughs> all right everybody stay reckless by right right the grads